It's your man Al Square holding it down with the podcast. I appreciate each and every last one of you for listening and taking time out of your day or evening to hear me speak. It's greatly appreciated. What's also is appreciated for me as well is if you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, SoundCloud at Al Square Biz. It'd be greatly appreciated. But I'm going to say this. Let's get right into it. So singer, actress, Jennifer Hudson has ended her 10-year engagement with her husband, David Otunga. They have two children and is currently battling in court for custody. But wait a minute. 10-year engagement. I mean, what was the purpose of them being engaged so long? We're talking about 10 years here. Like, I'm wondering where the doubt started to where it got to be 10 years and two children later. I've been thinking about this for a little while, you know, talking it over with my wife and and trying to get a better understanding of why a person would want to be with somebody engaged for 10 years. Now, I understand if you're in a relationship and you know you are, you know, in just girlfriend and boyfriend. I mean, come on, let's keep it real. I mean, I believe Cameron just broke up with his girlfriend who he's been with for 10 years. But it's different when you get engaged and you stay engaged for 10 years. I'm like, okay, what's the reason behind that? You know, to you know, won't you just hey, call it off and just keep it the way it is. Okay, we just we'll just be co-parents and be girl, girlfriend and boyfriend and you know, we'll do the live-in thing, you know. But then I I was thinking and as I got to thinking the more and more I was like, okay, well, you know, could it could be some it could be these certain uh, things that could have uh, that happen not just in this relationship, but it's what normally happens in a lot of relationships. In my opinion, of course. I looked at one and I was thinking convenience. I mean, better known as being too comfortable. I mean, after all, I, I prior to me being married, happily married at that, um, I've been in previous relationships. I was in two relationships prior to this um, uh, where I was comfortable I was content Uh, one relationship it was just more so like you know uh, first time you know doing the live-in thing and you and I thought that was good enough I mean I wasn't looking to be married Uh, I didn't think about it at all with that particular person and as uh, years went on she she did and um but i didn't and i mean i can charge it to me being young and not uh mature at the at that age when i was with her and just not being ready and that, and just honestly not wanting to and she wanted to be married well of course that didn't work out so i can see where convenience can come in and then the relationship prior to then then the and then the relationship after that it, it just it basically went into 
a flip because I was thinking for once about marriage with her. And it was like, we were like a year and a half in and I thought, and I brought it up and she was, her response to it was, I'm fine with it the way it is. And when she did that, I was like, okay, that's fine with me because I'm like, well, you know, at, at first I was thinking like, maybe I just, you know, got myself out of a situation as far as being ever asked to get married. Like, whew, I, you know, I, you know, I avoided that, you know, she don't even want to get married. She's fine with the way it is. Good. We ain't got to have this conversation ever again. And then as years went on with her and I, I was looking at it where it was like, okay, I was starting to think that we could get married and I still wanted to get married to her and she was still fine with it the way it was. So that raised a flag, but then what happened by it raising a flag, I ignored the flag and I still stayed with her and I became content, very content with the way things were. So once I got to a point where I was tired of where it was at and it wasn't going anywhere, um, that's when she tried to come around and kind of like throw the marriage card out there as like, you know, it was it was just like that. Um, I, I'm trying to remember exactly. It was like that lifeline. It was a lifeline. For the, for the relationship at the time And I don't even think she really believed That she wanted to do it But I think she was very comfortable With how things were in our relationship To where she didn't want to be uncomfortable And um, she was just throwing that lifeline out there And it was by that time It was already too late And I realized that that's what she was doing at the time Now Understanding that by that occurring, it brought a lot of issues in my mind, emotionally, as far as mentally on, you know, the time that you invest in relationships. Now, I just told you the one before that I was with her. Uh, I would say I would say I was with her for four years, close to four years. And then the and then the one uh, where she wanted to be married, we was together for four years before we broke it off. And then the one after her, we was together for close to six years. And yet, that's ten years of your life that you can't get back. So you start realizing that more and more that you can get a lot of things back, but you can't get time. So that's why I always say value your time manage your time wisely and who you put your time in and what you put your time in because you don't get time back I don't care how much money you get I don't care how successful you are you don't get time back so you got to really value your time and who you put it on so when I experienced that of course you know I had to get myself together and I don't you know it you know, and I didn't spend a lot of time getting myself together. But at the same time, you know, you look at it from a, a standpoint of, you know what you want out of life. And, you know, you know, you try to find somebody who has those same beliefs as you. 
not not might not necessarily be all the, your beliefs, but it has to be. It's key. It's key things, key values that you both have to agree upon in order for it to work. So it could easily. I understand when it's like convenience, being comfortable, being content. That happens a lot. You know, I'm pretty sure. I got somebody that's listening to me now that's in the same situation right now trying to figure out like where are we and they're asking that question in regards to the relationship they're in now like where are we they can easily be girlfriend and boyfriend or they can easily be married and still be asking the question marriage don't solve anything because if you had issues when you went before you got married they're going to come out even when you're married like so you're going to have to address whatever issues that you have personally or that that your spouse may have or that you may have with each other those things have to be addressed regardless you can't run from them you can run but it's going to catch up with you i don't care who you are so that was one 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 of the things i was thinking like why this could have been a 10-year engagement convenience the second one I thought about was financial stability. I mean, she may have felt she wasn't ready to marry him. I mean, uh, she was on Ellen on the Ellen show, and uh, she uh, Ellen had asked her like, "Why haven't they got married? They've been engaged this long." And her answer to that was, and I quote, "I'm not in a hurry. He isn't going anywhere." Well. With that being said, she might be the breadwinner. I'm pretty sure in our minds, we're thinking she is the breadwinner. She's Jennifer Hudson. We don't know too much about David Otunga. You know, we don't know that much about him. And we don't know what he brings to the table. And it's not none of our business to know that. But off the perception, she is probably the breadwinner. So she's probably looking at it like, hey, you know, he's not going anywhere because I'm the one holding things down at the house. So some people don't, you know, necessarily need or feel to be married. And then they get the pressure by societal opinions to get married because it's basically you been you got the conservative minded people out there that just think, well, y'all been together this long. Y'all got children. You might as well get married. Marriage doesn't solve anything. OK, if they if you want to be married then get married. If you don't want to be married, let that person know, hey, I'm not, I don't want to be married. So that person who, who may want to be married can move on with their lives. Because you, if you're trying to, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't have it both ways, man. You just can't, you know? So you, you just got to look at it from that standpoint of people believe that by staying together or by living together or whatever that situation may be that they're improving their situation but they're not it's either going to just it's going to flatline we have it in our mind of thinking that it's going to change things as time goes on but those are flags right there that we tend to ignore that we need to stop ignoring so that was number two, financial stability. Then number three is just choice. Just don't want to be married. Like I said, some people don't feel the need to be married. 
Some people actually get married off of pressure from family and friends and loved ones who feel like they should be married. Nobody should pressure you to be married. It's your life. You live the life the way you want to live your life. And the last thing I feel that it could have occurred was trust. Trust goes into allegations, assumptions. We all been there. We all experienced it. You just have to look at it from that standpoint. I mean, clearly it could have been a situation where he don't trust her. He don't trust how she's carrying herself. And the reason, and that could have went into, you know, the allegations that that was that was out about Jennifer Hudson being accused by David Otunga, her fiance, of having an affair with the artist Mally Music, and which led to arguments at the home in front of their children. Hopefully, I hope it wasn't in front of their children, but it, it it created a domestic scene to a point to where the police were called, I believe, by Miss Hudson, and then later going to as far as being a domestic battery investigation on David Otonga, their fiance. These are these are these are the times that we are in now. We are now in a time where women again are more independent. They are more successful a lot of the time in the career field than men are. They make more money than than men do now. And it's been going on for a while, but it's a thing of we have to learn as men to adjust to the lifestyle that our women are living now. But at the same time, you have to adjust don't mean you need to necessarily conform. You have to, we have to make sure we go out there and go just as hard to make things happen to be, because at the end of the day, no matter how in, independent that woman is, they still have some type of value when it comes to the man being the leader of their household, of their family. And we all know that the leadership part comes into play. Finances is a big part of a man being a leader. We have been raised to believe that you are the provider. They not only are we being raised to be the providers, they are being taught that the man is supposed to is supposed to be the provider. We can't ride off of the excuse that we're not getting the same opportunities that they're given. We can't do that. We got to find ways to create our opportunities if we're not giving them. A house should not be divided off of financial leverage. And we tend to go through that, especially in our homes, when it comes to what well, I'm not, I don't respect him as much because he don't, you know, he don't bring in the money. Or I bring in more than he does. 
it's that Terry complex that we go through. And I don't know if you guys remember Terry, but soul food. And you got to look at it from that standpoint of he's that man is he's still a man. Nobody, no man wants to feel like he's being belittled if he's out there making a valid effort to make things move, to make money, to to, you know, get out there and make something of himself to better his his family. We have to get out of that. But at the same time, men have to get out of the mindset of believing that just because Oprah might do it with Stedman don't necessarily mean it's going to apply to you. Just because you got a breadwinner at the house don't necessarily mean you can sit back and chill. And we don't all, we don't necessarily know what Stedman actually does. She might just they might keep that under wraps. That man might be might have been a millionaire when she met him. We don't know exactly what he do, what he's been doing. You know, they keep their life private. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But the perception that comes across is he's a well-kept man who's who's with who's with Oprah Winfrey. And I don't believe they married. No, they're not married. You know, but at the same time, we look at it from that standpoint and we tend to believe, some men tend to believe that they can sit there and let's live off of their woman. Got a lot of men that think like that, honestly. It's not always just one-sided where the woman is trying to find the man to live off of. We have it now where men are trying to live off their woman, and I really, really can't understand that. And it just really just bothers me that, that you have that mindset, man. Like, you can't sit up here and just assume that because you have children with a woman that she's going to hold you down because y'all got children. And that, and you're you're good to go. It's only so much you, so much drugs you can sell. It's only so long you can push that rap career. Some things got to give. Some things you just got to put on the back burner and not put so much attention towards. Not saying you, you give up on it, but you got to put your attention on other things to that can eventually help fund your dreams we're men we're not boys and it's not fair to our women to have to raise to feel like they gotta raise their kid as well as their the man that they're with and I, to all the mothers out there who got sons that son of yours needs to know how to do everything. He needs to know how to cook, how to change a tire, how to change oil, filters. He know, needs to learn how to do everything that you do. I don't give a damn if you teach him how to sew. Teach that young man how to sew. Teach that young man how to cook. Teach him how to do laundry. Teach him how to shop, groceries. Teach your boys how to be good men and do not baby them because when you do that you make it hard for that young man when he becomes an adult you making it very very hard for that young man when he becomes an adult because women don't have to do anything the mindset now is 
You need to know how to do all those things. The same things I know how to do, you need to learn how to do. The only thing you you can't you can't learn how to do that I do is you can't learn how to give birth. That's 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 God made. But if I can cook, if I'm in this kitchen cooking, you should know how to cook. If I'm in this uh, laundry room, if I'm in this laundry room washing clothes, you need to be washing clothes. You should know how to clean just like I know how to clean. You should know how to change the tire just like I should know how to change the tire. And oh, yes. I don't care if you got a daughter, she better know how to do everything. She need to know how to do, I know how to change the tire. She need to know how to change the filter in the car. Change out our oil, change out a, a, a bulb in the, on the on the headlight, all that. That way, by her doing that, she don't have to rely on a on, on a man to do it for her. And nothing is more attractive than a woman who can do all those things. Because it's not what men do. It's not what women do. It's just what we supposed to do as people. Teach our kids how to be self-reliant if we teach our children how to be self-reliant then they don't have to depend on anybody to do anything for them they can work on making it happen themselves and whatever it is they don't know how to do teach them to learn how to research and educate themselves on how to do things because you might not necessarily know how to do everything as, as much as as much as your kids might look at you as Superman and Superwoman, and they have no and and I can't blame any kid for looking at their parents like that because that's how you're supposed to look at them as superheroes because they are. We still are learning every day as adults. So if we're still learning as adults every day, you can only imagine how much a kid needs to know every day learn it together and this whole mindset of this is grown folks over here that's out the window and if you don't realize that then you ain't on social media and I don't know what I don't, I don't have no answers for you because you that whole you know stop asking questions you should never tell your kids to stop asking questions keep asking questions because you know what it sharpens your skills as a parent and it makes them more knowledgeable because of who they're getting the information from. So just keep that in mind. But you know, hey, what do I know? All I'm doing is just trying to suggest things that I know I wish were suggested to me. And I'm not pointing no fingers at nobody because at the end of the day, I'm a grown man. And I have to make things happen myself. And I can't point no finger at nobody for what I didn't know or what I didn't learn. I have the ability to figure it out and research and do the same things. And if I choose not to do that, that's on me. But it's hard for a person who is already a grown man or woman to be taught things because we get stuck in our ways and we get comfortable and we get relaxed. But always remember that you're not alone. That significant other that you're with depends on you as well to not only pull your weight, but the, at the same time, hold them up whenever they get down. And it should be vice versa. 
And you can't do that. If you walking around here saying, well, I didn't know how to do this. I wasn't taught this. Well, you wasn't taught that and you may not have learned that, but now you have the opportunity to teach yourself and educate yourself on how to do it. So there's no more excuses, you all. Just keep that in mind. So. We wish the best luck for Mrs. Hudson and Miss Otonga, but at the end of the day, they ain't going through anything any different than what we experience in our own homes or that we know family members and friends that we care about that are going through themselves. At the same time, it's a commitment, it's a fear of commitment. And it's I, all I'm saying is if you're not going to get in, if you're going to get engaged, what's the point of being engaged for 10 damn years if you're not going, if you have no intentions of getting married? That just makes no sense to me. That just that truly don't make no sense to me. But at the same time, they're out there. Engagements that's out there that long. And I just don't quite understand that. But hey, again, what do I know? Feel free to like the show. Feel free to comment. If you got any questions, ask them. I would do my best to answer your question. Again, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Snapchat, Twitter, YouTube at Al Square Biz 1Z.